Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. I want you to read 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, to the end of the chapter. And as Christians today, as we take a close look at our salvation, we're looking through the eyes of a redeemed slave. Any former slave who was rescued, purchased, and freed from an evil, abusive slave master would sing the praises of the one who gave him his freedom from slavery. Well, friend, this is exactly what God did for us. He redeemed us, delivered us, paid all that was necessary to free us from the evil taskmaster of sin and make us his very own children forever. Doesn't that want to make you sing? Do you remember the old song? Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through his infinite mercy, his child, and forever I am. The eight verses we're studying today answer a number of questions about redemption. What were we redeemed from? What were we redeemed with? And why were we redeemed? What were we redeemed from? We're redeemed from the empty, foolish way of life, phrase vain conversation, that is filled with pride and selfishness and sin. Now, Paul reminded the Ephesian believers that because of God's incredibly rich grace, we were not only forgiven, but also redeemed through Jesus' death. He explains this wonderful truth in more detail to the young Colossian Christians by saying that we were delivered from the power of darkness and transformed into the kingdom of his dear son. Then I like the way Paul explained it to Titus. Jesus gave himself to redeem us from all iniquity and all sin and purify to himself a unique, holy, peculiar people who eagerly and zealously strive to serve our God and others. Did you know that sin is both deceiving and devastating? Satan uses temptation to allure us into sin and to lure us away from God. As God's enemy, the devil wants to control us, enslave us, and attempt to keep us from a vibrant, close relationship with God. At salvation, you have been freed from slavery and released as a prisoner of war. You have been redeemed. Neither Satan nor sin is your slave master anymore. How were we redeemed? Peter clearly tells us that it was not with money. We cannot buy our way into heaven. It was not with traditional religion. We cannot earn our way to God. But according to 1 Peter 1.19, it was the, get this, precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. We all know that according to Romans 6.23, the wage of pay, or payment of sin is death. All sinners, that's you and me, must either die ourselves to pay sin's debt or accept Christ's death as a payment for our sin. Christ's sinless life enabled him to pay for our sinful lives. Why do you think it was so important that Jesus Christ was likened unto a lamb without blemish and without spot? The Old Testament sacrificial system clearly pictured that the innocent had to die for the guilty. An innocent lamb did nothing to deserve death. A sinful man does nothing to deserve life. Jesus is the Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the whole world. 1 John 1, 7-9 teaches that we are born sinners, blemished, and then we choose to sin, become stained or spotted. The one is done to us, the other we do to ourselves. We are sinners by birth and choice, but we serve a Savior who is neither. Satan cannot give us a blemish. Adam did that. 
Satan can urge us to give ourselves a spot, but it is still our choice. By the way, the fact that Christ was raised from the dead is proof that Christ was sinless and that his payment for sin was accepted. If Christ had personal sin to pay for, he would have been conquered by death. He would still be in the grave and we would still be in our sin. Now, why were we redeemed? Why? Because in his mercy and love, God chose to redeem us from our sin. Then God reminds us in passages like uh, 1 Peter 1, that once we are saved in obedience to the truth, we are to give evidence of our transformed lives in the way we live, specifically in the way that we love. Jesus told his followers, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Now, Peter used the word unfeigned, means no pretending, and fervently to describe the kind of love we need to have towards God and towards others. It's not a fake love or a pretend compassion. It is a fervent, real, genuine kind of love. Those who have never been saved or born again cannot love in this way. 1 John 4.20 says, If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother who he has seen, how can he love God who he has not seen? This love is not a fickle, changing, junior high, got a crush on you kind of love because it is based on the incorruptible, imperishable word of God. This kind of love will last for eternity. Life is too short to waste on hatred and bitterness, lack of forgiveness, contention, strife, or envy. It seems that Peter is seeking to encourage those who are facing persecution and great trials by reminding them of the brevity of life. Life is short, if not in elderly people's eyes, certainly in God's eyes, as compared with eternity. God told James that life was a vapor. To the psalmist, uh, he compared life to uh, the width of a hand. God told Job that life was as swift as a ship or an Olympic uh, sprinter. In our text, God gave Peter the example of withering grass and fading flowers. To illustrate our short time on earth, if, if you live in the great, to the grand old age of, say, 70, how many more years do you have to serve your Lord on this earth? Looking at what you have already accomplished for God in your life so far, what do you expect to accomplish for him before you die? At the end of life, I trust you will still desire to lift up your hands and voice with a song, redeemed, how I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, redeemed through his infinite mercy, his child, and forever I am. I hope you sing that sometime today. Hey, our time's up. I hope you enjoyed this meditation. If you want more help about fear, anger, or, or maybe even stress, go to ranhumble.com and check out the books there. Uh, but I really hope that today, as a redeemed saint of God, you have a good day.